Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, and welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. Chiefs continue to deal with COVID-19, as is the case across the entire NFL, but their preparation continues for Sunday's matchup against the Pittsburgh Steelers. We heard from head coach Andy Reid, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, and tackle Orlando Brown Jr., We'll go in that order, starting with Andy Reid, followed by Patrick Mahomes, and we'll take a quick timeout, and when we get back, you'll hear from Orlando Brown Jr. Here's Andy Reid. All right, well, listen, everybody that was here uh, practice, so um, we, we had a had a good day today. Um, you know, obviously, we have a little bit of the COVID thing going around, and um, some guys are in the protocol there for that, um, which we understand. I mean, it's league-wide, and, you know, we get it. Uh, we look forward to the challenge, however, playing Pittsburgh, and we know we all had a chance to watch them, and now we've had a chance to study them uh, early here, and um, we understand they're a good football team, and so we'll, we'll get ourselves uh, ready this week and uh, prepared to play again against a good team. So with that, uh, time's yours. Let's go first to Pete Sweeney. Go ahead, Pete. Hey, Coach, uh, obviously uh, Tyree Kill and, and Travis Kelsey are, are pretty big names to to be on this list. When you receive that kind of news, just what's your reaction? What are the conversations uh, amongst the offense like in, in potentially having to respond without them? Yeah, so, Pete, we, you know, we've gone through this for two years now. So, um, you know, anything's possible and we get it. And the next guys, you know, we've got to be ready to go. There's, there's a... You know, they've given us opportunities to replace people with the number of practice squad and elevations and this and that. So, you know, we, we just go next man up and, and roll and hope those guys get better. I mean, it's, it's the same way on the other side with the fellas, Pete. They, they've got to stay prepared, too. Uh, they don't know when they'll test back in. And, um, and so they've got to be ready to go that way, too. So, you know, it's a... It's a crazy thing that's uh, in motion, fluid, uh, as you'd say. So we've just got just to hang with it and make sure everybody prepares themselves and ready to play. Thanks to Herbie T.O.P. Go ahead, Herbie. Hey, Coach, a couple of questions here for you. Speaking of getting ready to play, I saw Ligurius Sneed out there. When you get a guy like him back and in light of Fenton and Ward on the COVID list, how comfortable is it to you knowing that your defensive back group should be okay with Snead back? And I'll have a second question after this. Yeah, so we're we're glad that he's back. Legarius has gone through a couple of rough weeks here, and so, um, but he's in a good place and um, is ready to go. And so that's great. Great to get him back in. Um, I think it's good for our team. I also think it's good for him just overall. Uh, to kind of keep his mind off of uh, the other thing. So 
um, and be able to move forward there. So he, he's a, we're, everybody's fired up to have him back. And my second coach, uh, Joshua Kando, I saw him out there uh, lined up for practice. Is this a, a positive sign that he is designated to return from injured reserve? And what did you see out of him today? Yeah, so um, he's made great progress. So, um, you know, we're glad that he's back and healthy and going. And we'll just see how things go here. Next to Adam Teicher. Go ahead, Adam. Hey, Andy, just um, uh, first wanted to check that um, Willie Gay and um, um, oh, shoot, uh, Josh Gordon are the only two who came off the COVID list today. Yeah, they were out there today. Okay, and there were no new um, new uh, additions at all. Uh, not unless you guys have them. I mean, yeah. Okay. Just what? Yeah. All right. Um, and is this how is this changing your your daily operation? Uh, um, are you guys doing anything differently than you otherwise would in this case? No, we're just we've gone back to the you know that same schedule we had last year and changed up a couple things there. But other than that, no. I mean, we're doing the same things. Yeah. Just making sure we follow the protocol here, stay stay intact with what the league wants us to stay stay with. Let's go next to Nate Taylor. Go ahead, Nate. Hello, Andy. I have two questions for you as well. I'll start with um, given how many guys are available to you right now, uh, just how much does that change the game plan at all? I, I know at times you've talked about uh, setting up a game plan for matchups. So just wonder how much uh, that's fluid right now, given the circumstances and Brad, I'll have to follow up. Yeah, well, we might have to pull you off of the IR list, man, and get you out there, Nate. I got it. Um, no, we're okay. I mean, we're, listen, we've got, we've got plenty of bodies and guys that want to play and, so that's how nothing has really changed. Uh, we just we plug the next person in, and here we go. You know, it's kind of how we're rolling right now. And, and given that, Andy, um, just what have you seen from the Steelers, and how much of the game plan just stays intact, just because you know who you're playing, and you have obviously film of that team to sort of uh, prepare yourself for? Yeah, well, they're a good football team. They do a lot of different things offensively and defensively, and likewise special teams. I mean, you got to be on your A game with them. So and you saw what they did this past week, weekend, and um, we've got a, a, with Tennessee. So, I mean, we've got to, uh, we've got to cover everything and, and then we've got to make sure that uh, we do what our guys do best and, and get out and play. I mean, you know, that's how we, that's how we roll. And, um, you know, but they're, they're a heck of a team. Yeah. Next is Seren Petro. Go ahead, Seren. Brad, I'll have a quick follow-up. Uh, Coach, I, I think I know the answer to this, but I just want to make sure. There, there isn't some technology that you guys have that maybe the layperson has that you have an indicator of when somebody will come back, that as you're testing, you can kind of project that, okay, it's getting better, 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 maybe by Friday, or, or is it just all or nothing every time uh, one of the players that's infected tests? Yeah, well, they, I mean, Rick has to do all this. Um, uh, he's got to go through all the numbers and then the different options of, positive tests, negative tests that, you know, and he, he works through all of that. And, um, I'm glad, I'm glad he does, you know, so, but the league has a whole, you know, protocol out there that you've got to kind of follow to get a guy back on the field. So, um, yeah. but Rick's in charge of that. Yeah. And I understand that, but there isn't like something that you, you were like, Hey, this guy's close. It's pretty much just positive or negative, And you're just kind of waiting on that. Yeah. I mean, you get those. Yeah. Yeah. They, 
there are a couple of tests that they have to take and you know one might be one might be negative and then you're waiting on the second test you know okay make sure it's negative. Um, and then uh noah gray uh if he's called upon uh you know he's been around now most of the year almost a full year uh, in the nfl what, how would you say his readiness is right now yeah so he he um we we put him in the games here so we we trust him uh we he's been in quite a little bit actually so um you know if he if he ends up being the guy in there at least he's got a few plays under his belt and uh we have a lot of trust in him so we'll just see see how that rolls if it happens that way we'll go last two sam mcdowell and then matt go ahead sam Hey, Andy, um, I got a couple of things for you. I wonder just just first of all, has there been any conversations, even if preliminary with the league at all about moving the game? Uh, not that I've heard of. No, it hasn't come through me. And then secondly, you know, last year you guys made it through the stretch run in the playoffs of your season. Obviously, you had different protocols in place. There weren't vaccines, all that stuff. Um, what's your level of concern that this that this could be long lasting? I know I'm asking you to sort of predict the unpredictable, but um, what's just the level of concern that this could go into a uh, postseason? You guys could be dealing with this for the long haul. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're prepared if that happens. Um, I mean, you can't predict it. Uh, we went this long uh, without it, and so now we're kind of working through it. And uh, you see different teams going through these stretches where that happens, and, um, you know, that's kind of where we're at. So I, I don't know what's going to happen going forward. We'll go last to Matt Derrick. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, Coach. Uh, you kind of alluded to your first question about, you know, the guys need to be ready to play. And, and Mike Tomlin earlier said that coaches have to absorb a little bit more responsibility in these situations for getting guys ready. What is that kind of role for getting, you know, guys that might not normally play or, or guys that would norm in a normal week, you know, be their responsibility be servicing the, the first team and th this week they might be responsible to play? What's your message to them? Yeah, so uh, very similar probably to what Mike said that um, and you've done a lot of prep work up to this point, meeting with these guys, knowing that this could possibly happen. So it wasn't just starting this week. It's been going on uh, where you meet extra and make sure you're coaching these guys up, especially the newer players, younger players, um, so that if, if in case of emergency, then they can they can get themselves in and, and participate. So you don't want to wait till the actual fact happens. But, um, you know, I, uh, just a reminder, I remind him every week, make sure you're prepared um, uh, as we go forward. Coach, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us. All right. Take care, guys. Thank you. Hey, Patrick, obviously you got, or you're, you're well aware of what, what the team's going through with the COVID stuff. Um, last year, you guys were able to, to make it through the season without any, any major disrupt, disruptions. Um, what's your level of concern that there's going to that that's going to happen, especially as we near the postseason here? Yeah, I mean, obviously this week we've had a, a couple people test positive, um, but that's kind of part of it. It's part of the world that we live in today. Um, uh, guys have done a good job so far of, of trying to keep themselves um, away from people, but uh, at the end of the day, uh, COVID can hit anyone, and I think you're seeing that. And uh, all we can do is have guys step up. We have a lot of great guys in this locker room. Um, and uh, have the full trust in them that they can do do the job, uh, get the job done, and hopefully find a way to get a win on Sunday. And then, obviously, you've been safe all year, and and, and Andy Reid has, has preached for you guys to to make good decisions. 
is there any dedication from you guys to, to want to move back to last year's protocol where it's, it's essentially quarantining or anything of that nature with what you guys are going through? Um, I think guys are making the best decision for, for themselves and the team and their family. I mean, um, at the end of the day, I, I can't tell, I, we don't want to tell anyone to live in a bubble. I mean, they, 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 we want people to live their lives still, but at the same time, try to protect themselves, protect others, um, and do whatever they can to take the precautions to, to be available to, uh, to play on, on Sundays. Let's go next to Pete Sweeney. Go ahead, Pete. Patrick, we've talked to you and, and Josh Gordon about how he's coming along and, and kind of it's been in a, a complimentary role. Now you, you may be without Travis Kelsey and, and Tyree Kill. Just where do you feel like Gordon is at maybe in an, an expanded role and what gives you confidence that he might be ready for that? Yeah, I mean, the confidence I have is that he's done it before. I mean, he's been able to go out there and produce at a high level in this league. Um, and so he still has the talent. He still has the work ethic. Um, and now it's about it. It's, now it's about just going out there and getting more opportunities. And so uh, um, hopefully we, we were able to get Travis and Tyreek back. But if not, I, we have other guys that will step up and uh, kind of take on those roles and, and part a receiver there, a receiver there, running backs, tight ends. Um, and we'll find a way to try to make up for that production that we're missing. Go next to Adam Teicher. Go ahead, Adam. Hey, Patrick. Uh, I'm guessing that uh, guys like Tyreek and Travis are um, participating in meetings virtually. Um, it, you know, there's still a chance, obviously, they can play. So my question for you is, um, what's your comfort level with them if they're playing out, if they're out there on Sunday, but you haven't practiced with them all week? Have you built up enough over the, the weeks here? where even if you haven't practiced this particular game plan, you, you feel like you guys will be okay together? Yeah, I, I do. I mean, those guys have gotten a lot of reps with me and just within this, this uh, offense in this league. Um, obviously, it's a really complex defense that we're facing, but they've played it a couple times even before I was here. Um, and um, so for, for me, um, as long as they're, they're healthy, they're safe, and, and they've passed the protocols and they're back, we'll throw them right back in the offense, and uh, they'll be able to take on the roles that they've always had. We've got three more. We'll go right down the line, starting with Todd Lebo. Go ahead, Todd. Hey, Patrick. Um, we didn't get a chance to ask Coach this, but you've seen most of these guys who you're going to be playing with, whether you know, some of your regular guys aren't there or not. But probably haven't seen this kicker, Elliot Fry, before you guys just signed him last week. Did you have a chance to peek today when he was kicking? What are your thoughts about him? Kind of, He may have to kick a big kick for you. Do you know if he's ready for that quite yet? Yeah, I'm sure he's ready. I mean, he looked good today. Um, so, I mean, you just throw him out there. It's, it, guys have to step up and do their job. I mean, he's been here for a little over a week now, um, and, and he's done everything the right way from what I've, se what I've seen. He's put in the work, and – um, you have to trust your teammates at the end of the day. I mean, just like in any other position. Um, I mean, obviously, kick, kicking can, can come down to a huge kick here or there, um, but it's not one play that's going to uh, change a game. It's about every single person stepping up, doing their job, taking on a bigger role, um, and, and trying to find a way to win a football game at the end of the day. We'll go next to Nate Taylor. Go ahead, Nate. Hey, Patrick. I just want to ask you just what was the experience like today without Travis and Tyreek Hill on the practice field, and how much of your preparation this week might be trying to get reps with as many of your teammates as possible to have perhaps a, a more balanced attack against the Steelers on Sunday, if that is indeed uh, what's required. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's uh, – it wasn't too different, I guess you would say. I mean, uh, throughout practices, especially with those two guys, we try to let other guys get some reps in to not only get those other guys reps and get them work, but to let those guys kind of rest their legs with Travis and Tyree because they, they run so many routes on game days. 
Um, and so whenever you're out there and you're just trying to run the plays and, and get a look from the defense, you're not necessarily looking at who's running the routes. Um, you're just trying to go, go through your reads the right way. And so uh, that's kind of how we always roll throughout practice. Um, just today, you just didn't have those those guys for the kind of those main plays that you usually would run with them. So uh, guys stepped up, guys are going to step up, guys are going to run routes. Um, and at the end of the day, we're going to try to go out there and win a football game. Go last to Seren Petro. Go ahead, Seren. Uh, Patrick, you know, when the game plan goes in, obviously, you know, who's going to be playing with you, right? The game plan started to be formed and, you, you know, there were guys you thought were going to be there. The coaching staff thought was going to be there that aren't going to be there. How difficult has it been? Has there been an adjustment? Do you have to scale back uh, because you don't have some of your major pieces and, and maybe adjust because the matchups uh, aren't the same without uh, some of the guys? I don't, I don't we haven't really changed much. Uh, I mean, there's obviously uh, some routes and stuff like that that Tyreek and Travis can run that no one else in this world uh, really can. Um, but the, but really, I mean, we just went out there and uh, put a game plan together, trusting these guys to make plays happen. Um, and uh, we got the guys to do it. We got the speed. We got the playmakers. And I, I'm going to keep trusting in them. And uh, hopefully we have Travis and Tyreek back. But if not, uh, we'll be ready to go. You just heard from head coach Andy Reid and quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Now we'll wrap things up with Orlando Brown Jr. Hey, Orlando, just a general and and kind of a, a widespread uh, question here. What's been the the talk amongst the guys with losing, you know, quite a few players in practice looking pretty different today than it usually does? Yeah, just next man up mentality, man. Uh, you know, Coach Reid's been preaching that, and uh, that's really just been the mindset, making sure that everyone's ready to go. Go next to Sam McDowell. Go ahead, Sam. Hey, Orlando. Um, another COVID-related question, but did the vaccines entering this year, and I'm guessing so, offer you guys a little bit, bit of security that you wouldn't be dealing with this season, what you are dealing with now? Uh, I, don't, I don't necessarily know if I would say that, but, uh, you know, I do. I mean, I'm vaccinated. You know what I mean? I don't – I didn't necessarily think that, you know – with people, you know, there's word that people were still catching it, even though they were vaccinated. So I knew it wasn't a hundred percent proof, but uh, yeah, I mean, kind of is what it is with that. Do you got? Do you feel like now that it's here at at the rate that this variant is going around, that you guys need to change anything that you're doing, whether it's inside the facility or even w when you leave the facility and go home? Yeah, man. Honestly, I mean, I'm fine. I mean, that's really more so up to the higher ups. So. Let's go next to Adam Teicher. Go ahead, Adam. Hey, Orlando. Um, just wondering, with so many guys um, getting COVID, what, what's the mood in the locker room right now? I mean, a guy's sort of waiting, wondering who's next, or are you thinking at all, uh, when is it going to be my turn, that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. You know, and and uh, like I said a little bit earlier, man, Coach Reed hit on it. Just next man up, you know, making sure that everyone's ready to go. Make sure that you know what's going on with your position and how the guy ahead of you handle business. Let's go next to Seren Petro. Go ahead, Seren. Orlando, um, football-wise, uh, the offensive line, and, and you in particular, really seem to have settled in and found your rhythm. We heard a lot of conversations from Coach and Patrick talking about kind of finding that rhythm with him. Uh, you know, how, how much of it is is maybe Coach Reed finding a rhythm with what you and all, since it's an entirely new offensive line, just what your strengths and weaknesses are and, and how that kind of came together and when you felt like maybe you and, and the coaching staff were, were clicking? Yeah, man, it's, uh, you know, football is, you know, all about growth and it's like everlasting, man, you know, and 
you know, we strive to continue to get better each and every day, each and every game, consistently throughout our career. And, uh, you know, that was something I took from Marshall Yonda as a young player. And, um, man, I've just been bought into Coach Heck and everything that he's teaching, uh, everything that Coach Reed is throwing at us, and Coach EB, man, just really buying in. And as a unit, I feel like we've done that as a whole. And uh, Pat's done the same, man. And, you know, we've been able to grow together this year. And uh, we'll continue to grow and continue to get better uh, as a unit and, and working cohesively with him. Let's go next to Nate Taylor. Go ahead, Nate. Orlando, it, it, as of now, at least, it appears that you guys are going to face T.J. Watt. Just what makes him such a tough challenge? Obviously, being in the division previously with Baltimore, how did you try to uh, sort of counteract what he does? And how much uh, more opportunities will you get a chance to maybe go with him in, in this style of offense? Yeah, I ain't going to tell you what I did, but uh, <laughs> he's he's an incredible player, man. Uh, TJ is is definitely one of the best, uh, you know, in my opinion, man. He should have been defensive player of the year for the last two years, but Aaron Donald does what he does too. But, uh, man, TJ is an amazing player. He plays with uh, an effort unknown to mankind. Uh, you know, he's very skilled at what he does, very precise with uh, the way that he attacks your hands and uh, has a really good feel for the game of football, man. He's somebody that, you know, very rarely are you able to just keep him off a stat sheet. You know what I mean? That's not going to happen. So, uh, you know, and I, I, like you said, man, I played on my first few years in the NFL. And, I mean, bro, he's an amazing player. Let's go next to Herbie Teope. Go ahead, Herbie. Orlando and Nate actually stole my question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but along those same lines, you got the Steelers here. They, they have 41 sacks in the NFL, second most in the league, and, and you've played them before. What about that defense? Do you have to mentally prepare yourself differently compared to some of the other teams you may face? Uh, man, I think the, the most important problem facing the Pittsburgh Steelers, man, is being able to win your one-on-ones. And that's what they pride themselves on as a defensive line. And that's what they do really well. And that's why they're always a very high sack numbers, man, with that group is, I mean, it's one-on-ones practically the whole game and run and pass. And so that's something as an offensive line, you just got to make sure that you take care of on game day. Let's go next to Matt Derrick. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, Orlando. I know you're, you're hoping the season goes on for a little while, but getting to the end of the year and this is last year of your contract, you're going to be potentially a free agent in the off season. Have you had any conversations with your agent or the Chiefs about the future? And, you know, what are your feelings about making this your home going forward? Yeah, man, I love, absolutely love it here in Kansas City. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, though, man, I've just been focusing on my play uh, and controlling what I can control. Um, you know, as far as that type of stuff, contractual stuff amongst my agent, I just let them handle that, man. You know, for me, it's been all ball since I've been here, and that's been my focus. And we'll go last to Seren Petro. Go ahead, Seren. Uh, Orlando, three and four, right? The conversation uh, about this football team was whether or not the, you were going to make the playoffs. And now you're all the way back to the one seed. You've been fighting for that since week seven. Uh, there, there'd be a normal tendency to maybe say, and I, and I know this is where you guys, I'm sure, felt you would be, right? Would it be right up towards the top of the standings? There might be a normal tendency to have a letdown or, or maybe not a letdown, but at least exhale and say, okay, we got this now. Do you, do you worry about that? Do you guard against that at all? Uh, not at all, man. Uh, we set the bar really high here. And uh, ultimately, uh, we've got bigger goals. But, you know, we just take it one week at a time, preparing ourselves this week for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Orlando, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us. No problem.